Port Adelaide lost to Fremantle last night. And to summarise what happened, we've got Nathan Bassett on the line. Bass, how do you summarise yesterday's game? Oh, I think there's you know, some disappointment in, in the way we've performed in the last two weeks, but probably more yesterday mm. uh, in the way we played. I, I think I think there's there's some positives to what we're doing, but there's there's good parts, but but not enough good parts to to make us look like a, a really good team just yet. We went inside fifty a lot, which um, I think we've always been able to do. We just didn't seem to have the last kick the way we want it. Yeah, the supply's been pretty solid the last three weeks, um, and yeah, the, the conversion hasn't been there. I, I think we we had some chances in this game. Sometimes it was the kick, sometimes it was the the contest. There's certainly yeah. you know there's some parts of the forward line that are at a little underdone. Uh, you know, it's Charlie's first game back for for a couple of weeks, and he hasn't trained a heap the last six weeks. Rutz is just getting used to playing footy again. Jed McIntyre's missed a big chunk of preseason. Um, so there's, there's, there's some reasons for it, but you know I think we'd, we'd still like some more score um, the last two weeks. Off the telly, sometimes it's hard to see, but it looked like we went back to not wanting to lead up at the kicker and try and get the one over the back. How, how much was that prevalent? Uh, I, I, you know, I've, I've looked back at probably a, a quarter and a half, and it's not probably the, the thing I'm looking at the most personally coaching the defence, but... Mm. I don't think it was. Maybe it was there a bit. Maybe it wasn't. I, I think there's still we had great opportunities. We got our hands on the ball, and and we either weren't able to take the mark or or turn that ground ball into something effective that that gave us score. The word your fans are feeding through to us, Bass, is deja vu. It was like watching the 2022 Mark Port team. Um, so what's changed, or what needs to change? I think there's, you know, even within the team, there's there's still some immaturity. If we look at, you know, let's compare our midfield uh, team to to Fremantle's, and and there's some youngish parts there where where we could, you know, we're, we're working towards being more reliable in, in turning up from one contest to the next, um, and and in and in turning Gramble wins into effective chains, and even our our tackle completion rate was worse than any. Um, number we'd had in 2022 in terms of missed tackles. So, you know, I, I think we're seeing some some really nice things from individual players, but how we're working as a team right at the minute isn't quite where we'd like it to be. Bass, there's going to be a lot of eyes on Jason Horn Francis. I know I watched him closely yesterday. Boy, is he cracking in. His intensity at ball and body is elite. I see him running 100 miles to get a bloke and grab him. Does he need to hunt the ball more? I don't know. Play with a tad more poise, or is he trying too hard to be hard? Where do, where do you see him at the moment? I think he's tracking really nicely for a for a second year mid. It's kind of you now you you would have watched plenty plenty of uh, Patrick Dangerfield as a yeah. as a young midfielder, and he's really 2010 Patrick Dangerfield in a way. And, and if you compare what what they're able to do, because he's you know some of his ability to come out the front and win ball and. Um, be strong over grambles, excellent. You know, there's, there's there's movement in his ability to get from one contest to the next. But you know, probably what we've missed a little bit in in the first two games is you know whether it be Travis or, or Carl Amon's ability to get from contest to contest. And you know, we're relying on people that haven't been in there as long, whether it be Connor Rosie, um, Zach, first game back, um, 
or or Jason, um, also with Ollie, you know, coming off a pretty limited preseason and, and jumping straight into trials as well. A couple of highlights, and I know they came on late, but Francis Evans and uh, Trent McKenzie showed the intent. I reckon that they want to be a part of it. Yeah, sometimes it helps to not be in the starting twenty-two <laughs> at, at the start of the game, and then you come on and look pretty good at the end. They, they both, you know, showed something. And Trent was, you know, was really wanted to have a look at the two tools, and and Ryan Burton have a go at the third tool and and see what that looks like as much for the season. Um, you know, we know what Trent's capable of, and whether he played or not wasn't going to impact too much on his selection. You know, I think you know Frankie was. Did really well, you know, for that quarter and a half he came in, offered some scoreboard impact, and uh, you know he was only the last one into the team when Bokey pulled out. So it probably gives him a, an opportunity to uh, push for round one. Um, the midfield, Sean Darcy, just picked us up and uh, spat us out. I, I thought he was terrific, and and along then along with Sarong and Brody and Brayshaw, uh, they probably got a fair bit of the football. Yeah, they did. Uh, you know, Darcy. Uh, certainly hurt us a bit uh, with his with his right work, but also his his contest down the line, whether it be his marking or his blocking for his teammates. Uh, and then they've got three very good mid mids. You know, they do the basics, mm. turn up, uh, take the ball cleanly, give it to the next person, stick the tackle, reshape the next contest, and and that's where we need a little bit of movement um, from our team at the minute. And you know, there's, those guys have been doing it longer. And our guys in the midfield, so you know we're we're looking for some growth. Bass, the Lions round one. It's all about that. You know, a lot of people say these are just tune-up games. So, what's the focus points one or two for the next two weeks? I think certainly our, our connection inside fifty will be a, a focus point, as well as our shaping of the contest. Yeah. I mean, Brisbane's midfield is excellent. Uh, it's, it runs deep and and it's it's high talent. So. You know, we, we're going to have to first be good inside, but then be able to get to the next contest and, and keep turning up because that guys that do it as well as anyone in the competition, whether it be Lockie Neal, Hugh McCluggage, Dunkley, and, and Will Ashcroft, who's, you know, some, some guys have that ability to play really well straight away, you know, whether it be Sam Walsh at Dacos last year, they've come in as, as high level footballers. And he's going he's to be one of those guys that I think will perform really well straight away. So as a collective coaching group, you would have met and chatted after the game and done a little bit of reviewing. Is it concern? Is it alarm bells? Or it's, no, it's going to plan. I think there's always concern. It's just the level of concern. Um, so I, I think we, we probably go into this season with more unknowns um, than, than what we have uh, in the past. Some of them are, are, are good unknowns because they're, they're still learners and developers. You know, we've tried Lockie Jones in the midfield in the preseason, and they're probably not quite ready for regular AFL midfield. Certainly around those other younger pieces, but he, he's shown something he can do. I think we've been really impressed with our, our two wingmen, yeah. Miles Bergman and Xavier Dersmer, uh, through the preseason, and, and we think those two can be really good AFL players mm-hmm. next year, so or this year. So there's, there's still a lot that we're, we're learning as we go along and we'd probably like to have more of those questions answered at this time of year than, mm. than we do now, but uh, that's, that's football. You, you, you said more unknowns. Ken said in the AGM it's the best port team he's had in 10 years. It's certainly the, the best list 
you know, if we talk about our, our list quality, it's an out, outstanding list. Even if you you know talk about people like Jace Burgoyne, who's who's coming at halfback, um, who's a, a high level talent. Uh, you know, we've got a Ratio who's two games back, having missed a, a whole season last year, and and you know, juniors missed two of his last three years in football. They're they're high end talents. It's more about how we come together now as a team to be successful because it's not always the the team with the best players that win, it's the the best team that wins. So, uh, you know, we're, we're still working out what our mm. team looks like. Okay, so Port fans, be patient. Might be a bit rocky. <laughs> hey? Yeah. Hey? <laughs> well, I, I, it's, it's not so much around being patient because I'm, I'm not, you know, I think if, if, if I'm here asking for patience, I'm, I'm not going to get a great response. Um, I, I think what we're really looking for is is for us is, to, is those real positives out of out of what we're doing. I think there's a real chance we'll be highly competitive in two weeks, um, and that we'll play some really strong uh, football. But there are some bits in there that between the coaching team and the leadership group and the players that we need to work out between now and then. Good luck, round one, Nathan Bassett. Thank you. Thank you. Good on, Bass. Port Adelaide assistant coach, and uh, yeah, fifteen days to get it right. They'll get it right.